to Before You Go podcast. Uh, my name is Alex. I'm here with my co-host, Judd. Last week, we talked about spiritual apathy. Uh, and today, we want to talk about spiritual hunger. And this is all within the context of the name of our podcast, Before You Go. Um, different things that may cause us to want to leave the church and just wanting to work through that. Because ultimately, we don't want to leave the church unless there's an actual a big issue. But overall, the Church of Christ, we don't want to leave. And so today spiritual hunger is what we're considering. And a lot of times, uh, before we t tackle this topic, a lot of times uh, we, we tell ourselves that we're walking away from relationships or we're walking away from an institution and we miss out on the, the realization that we aren't just walking away from relationships or an institution or an organization, but we're actually um, walking away from the bride of Christ. That's why Jesus died for, for his church and he calls her the bride and I'm really looking forward to discussing today spiritual hunger because this is one area where um, I, I've seen consistently not only attacks in my own life, but within the lives of people whom I love. And spiritual hunger is just to, to get things rolling opposite of physical hunger. When when you and I, listeners, when we eat, we we feel like we, we're gaining calories, we, we gain sustenance. And we're no longer hungry until a few hours um, passes. For some of you, that might be five or six hours. For me and Alex, it's probably closer to three or four um, because we, we like to eat. But my point is, at that time, when we begin to be hungry again, our stomachs alert us to the fact that we do need more nutrition. We need more food. We need more um you know, fuel for our bodies. And so we then find a place to eat. I mean, we all do the same thing. And depending on how you're eating, depends on how you want to fuel your body in terms of nutrition. But what we all know is the better you eat, uh, eventually, uh, I'm smiling a little bit here, the better you'll feel because as you eat good nutrition, you'll feel better. But there's a little bit of a transition that happens from, you know, eating uh, high, high sugar food to all of a sudden eating, you know, um, just really good, clean, healthy food. And you don't always feel good right away. It takes a little bit of time. And I know, Alex, you know quite a bit about nutrition. Um, what would you add to that? Just thinking about how the body transitions from going to from burning food that's not that actually healthy to you to burning food that is healthy to you. Yeah, there could be a, a multiple things. Not used to the fiber, like the high fiber and different foods like veggies and whatnot. And that can definitely back things up. And so there's a hard transition at times. And then going from very uh, dense foods that are high in calories going to uh, foods that don't have much calories. Um, and so you still feel hungry sometimes at times because you don't have as many calories, but yet better food. And so there's a lot of different factors within there. Wow, that's really, you know, I, as you said that, Alex, I, I was thinking, man, that's so interesting that we can actually be taking in good calories, we can feel hungry, but really, we have enough fuel to to run our bodies. Um, but sometimes there's just that piece that's missing. And, you know, for, for me, it might be a cookie at the end of a, a dinner, or it might be a cookie after lunch or something like that. But it feels like you just need that sweet to kind of like finish things off. Um, do you ever notice that? Have you noticed that with, you know, whenever you're being nutritious? Yeah, no question. I have cravings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cravings. That's a, a great word. Um, thinking about just how this relates to spiritual hunger and spiritual hunger is really the opposite of physical hunger. 
um, we, we don't feel a, a pain in our stomach when we need to feed ourselves uh, spiritually. We, we often feel that in the sense of our, our soul is longing for something more. But instead of um, the, the physical pain to remind us to spend time with God, usually it's, it's um, this craving for attention or this, this, the cravings come in different forms, of course, but there's a sense of we're missing something. And I know for me, Alex, whenever I'm like spiritually hungry, I find for some reason that I go to my phone and I'll just start watching videos and wasting time and watching, you know, three minute videos on fishing or, or maybe it's chiropractor adjustments. Cause I like that too, or, or some other type of form of entertainment. And I, and I realize that it just continues to like suck the energy out of me. In fact, even whenever I'm physically exhausted, if I get connected to my phone, it just continues to like, I allow myself to be pulled in. And when we're thinking about spiritual hunger, it takes discipline to um, schedule out, to carve out time in your day to not just read God's word, but to allow it to, um, a phrase I like to say is for it to read you. And that means that you need to not just rush through it, but there's a transition that happens when we begin to develop spiritual hunger. Um, I know, Alex, you, you and I have both had a chance and we're grateful for this to work with people as they develop spiritual hunger. But what are a couple of tips that you would give to someone who um, you're, you're encouraging to develop the, the spiritual hunger? Yeah, so uh, one to, to begin with is, um, like a lot of people say, don't, don't just go through the motions. Or, and, and I definitely understand the, the sentiment behind that. But when it comes to uh, wanting to start something new, a lot of times it, it feels like you're just going through the motions to begin with, and especially with spiritual hunger where you feel that there's a lack of desire even. And so you, but like you say, like spiritual hunger, um, like we, uh, the more you do it, the more you are, are hungry for God, if I can say it that way, the more you desire God. Um, and so in order to begin it, you have to go somewhat through the motions and it feels like that. And you feel like a, a fake. And I think we taught that before, but just to get started, because the more we taste of the sweetness of God's word, the more we, uh, we are enjoying the, the presence of God with, uh, in prayer and focusing on him, beholding, uh, as it says, the, the face of Christ, the more we'll desire it. And that's what, like you said there, you're saying like the, uh, the opposite of uh, uh, hungry, hunger for food and spiritual hunger, the more we get away from that, it feels like we get less and less hungry in terms of this being specific about God. And yet we feel that, that, that uh, there's something missing. And so we go to other things that like you said, that's like, that's exactly how I experienced it. Yes. Right. You know, Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, the, the most famous sermon ever preached, uh, Matthew chapter five, six, and seven, he says, we are to, let me, let me read it here from Matthew 5, verse 6. He tells us, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Uh, Alex, that, that word righteousness um, can be defined a number of different ways. You, you would probably be able to best put that into uh, description for our listeners. How would you define righteousness? If we're to hunger and thirst for it, how would you define it? Yeah, uh, boiled down, righteousness would be uh, what's in accordance with God's character. That uh, what defines righteousness is God Himself. Well, he He is right. What His His character is righteous, and so what we see God doing, 
that is righteousness. And so we seek and hunger after what is right because what God is doing is right. You know, in a world that we are living in, um, there's a lot of things that are defining or trying to define what is and isn't right. And I just think about how important it is right now for, for us to know what, what is right. Jesus says that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And that means that if we're to experience life in Christ, if we're to allow him to nurt, uh, nurture our bodies, nurture our spirit, our soul, then we need to spend time with him to discover his character. Something that is really important, in my opinion, with that is uh, discovering God's character is then being able to trust him because circumstances in life will will seem confusing because they are. Um, we experience difficulty. We, we experience hardship. I mean, there are people who are listening right now who maybe in the last week or month or certainly within the last year, you have experienced loss in different ways. And what we're telling you today is that spiritual hunger is the nourishment that you need to process the situation, to process the pain, and then to be able to move forward in that. Um, Alex, what else would you add to that? Yeah, no, that was very good. And I, I, I hope this doesn't sidetrack, but I, I love that idea of the spiritual hunger and trust. And something that I've always kind of uh, landed on is that we, we are not going to obey someone we don't trust. And we're not going to trust someone we do not know. And so if, we, if you're right now just struggling how, you, number one, you don't want to obey, and nor are you obeying God in whatever area of life that you're struggling with. That's because you don't trust God in that area of life. You don't trust God in general. And I'm not saying at all. I'm just saying you just don't. Are you struggling with trusting God? And you struggle, don't trust God because you don't know God. And I, and I say you, but I'm saying me as well. That if with, with anyone, we're not going to trust our kids with someone we don't know. We're, we don't do that. And so if we want to trust God more, we need to get to know him more. Yeah, that connects with that spiritual hunger of wanting to get them know more. I really appreciate that you brought up the word trust because it, it kind of um, it it's something that we need to consistently examine uh, is is how much we are trusting God. Alex, one of the things that um, when you and I have felt like leaving, we've 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 experienced this. We've wanted to walk away from uh, the church ministries at different times and church ministry, whatever you want to say. We wanted to walk away from different relationships, and sometimes there is the right like reasons to do that, and we've done it in a healthy way. And there's other times that we both know that we haven't done it as well or as healthy as we wanted to. But you mentioned the word trust, and and I think that um, I, I I think I can say with some certainty that whenever I see people walk away from uh, Christian gatherings, a lot of it has to do with trust, that they don't trust that God is going to uh, remedy a situation, or they don't trust the leadership in a situation, or they don't trust um, maybe themselves to be around a, a predicament or situation any longer. And so therefore, they, they reason within themselves that they're going to take some time away. But those things do fly in, in contrast to us being able to trust God to walk us through the difficulty. Um, I just, I'm just thinking about that as you said that. So thoughts to that? No, I'm just, um, I'm listening to you, Jen. Okay. So trust is a big deal. Um, it's a big deal with spiritual hunger. It's a big deal with relationships. 
you know, I do want to take some time um, and talk about then how do we cultivate this hunger? I mean, last week, again, we talked about spiritual apathy, how it, it really, um, it, it, it can be fostered within us. And, and then it um, is detrimental to us, to our health, uh, to our spiritual health. This week, you know, spiritual hunger, how do we cultivate that? We've talked a little bit about um, the, the need to spend time in God's word. And I'll, I'll just say for me, what I like to do is I like to get up uh, early and I don't, I shouldn't say I like to get up early. I have found I have to get up early because if I don't get up early and then get the coffee going, have some time in prayer, usually by the time the coffee's being done or, you know, finishing brewing, then I can pour my first cup and then I can open up my Bible. And by that point, enough time has passed, whether that be, you know, seven minutes or 11 minutes or 12, whatever it is. By that point, my mind is at a place where I'm able to read the scriptures. Otherwise, if I, you know, just wake up, crack open the Bible, uh, start reading before the coffee's done, things like that, like I'm not always able to focus. But having that intentional time carved out for me in the mornings has been the best. And it's really helped to, to set my course to be able to feed into the spiritual hunger for that day. Um, Alex, what are some practices that you've used? Yeah, no, I'm, I agree completely with what you just said there. Um, also on top of, I can take a different direction at this is uh, prayer and, and prayer in the sense of just asking God for the desire to, to seek after him, the, the prayer for, for wanting that spiritual hunger to, to seek after him. And, and it, it all starts with God's initiation within that. And so I think prayer, um, even again, you'll feel like you're going through the motions, but God, Lord, please help me to want you, to actually want to want you. And so prayer, I think, is huge. I also think of uh, sin in terms of putting sin to death. It's hard to hunger after God when we are uh, like slaves to sin, whatever that may look like in our lives, whatever we struggle with. If we're indulging in sin, it makes sense that we are not having any kind of spiritual desire or hunger for God. Um, another thing I think of is uh, where else are we going to go for the satisfaction that we'll get from, from God? And I say, I think of uh, like Psalm 63, like David talks about his soul thirsting uh, for God. Like where else is he going to find the satisfaction? Um, I think of uh, in Jesus in John 6, where he, he says some very harsh, or not harsh, I didn't say that, but hard truths. The whole crowd leaves. And then Jesus turns to disciples and says, Are you guys going to leave me too? And that's when I think it's Peter. He said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. He's like, where else are we going to go? Like, where else are we going to get this? There, we can't find this sustenance. We can't find this truth. We can't find this satisfaction for this hunger anywhere else. And so I think about that just being fully convinced that this is what I need. And then I, I couldn't agree more. And when we're fully convinced, then acting on it, um, that's, that's the putting the faith into action. I'm going to read Psalm 63, verse 1, because this is really good, Alex. I'm glad you brought it up. Psalm 63, verse 1 says, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land, where there is no water. I mean, there is a, a deep longing. And what we're saying, just to be very clear, is we want for our all of us, including you know all of the listeners, we want for us to hunger and thirst for things that God desires. 
because we really believe that when we do that well, um, it will help us to trust God. It will help us to to not just leave when relationships feel um, you know discontented or or when relationships feel awkward or when we're not being able to to see the end at the or the light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, there are times let's face it, where we walk through difficulties. And it doesn't have to be at church, although we see it often there. Um, it can be at work where things just don't seem to be letting up. And it's like, man, is this ever going to let up? Well, if you don't uh, put some right steps into place, then they don't let up because you become the person who just takes on other people's work or um, you don't have boundaries. And so you never get your vacation. And then your soul just continues to be more and more depleted. And what we're saying is, to hunger for right living with God, to seek after these things means that we put into place certain things like reading your Bible, like spending time in prayer. And then it also causes us to, to say, I'm not going to give in to sin. Um, and sin looks a lot of different ways. One of the things that Alex and I talked about for our next show is, is how sin can be um, just being, we work you know, the, the niceness of not wanting to be offensive or the niceness to, you know, getting along. Well, unfortunately, what we see is when people out of niceness, they want to just get along and go with the flow. They, they all of a sudden find out that they're not doing anything anymore that they enjoy. And the things that they are doing are things that they don't enjoy. And, and what that leads to then is there's just this constant depletion. Anybody, again, who knows anything about physical nutrition knows that when you are being depleted because of work or being depleted of nutrition because of a workout, you need to then replenish yourself with the right nutrition in order to, whether it be gain strength or whether it be to continue to move on. When we are constantly being um, you know, poured out of, when, when we're giving our lives towards others, which is a really good thing, it's a worthy thing, but when we're being poured out if we don't replenish ourselves with the good things of like for our spirit and for our soul, we will have nothing left to pour out. It's in those moments that we see people make the decision to say, I just, I don't have it in me anymore to go to church. I don't have it in me anymore to go to small group. I don't have it in me anymore to be around other believers. And that is something that Alex and I desperately want to avoid um, for, for each of you and including our, ourselves, because this is something that happens. And I would even say, Alex, the church is notorious for uh, allowing people to serve beyond their, their true capacity. And so what we're saying is, hey, when we hunger for spiritual things, when we allow ourselves that time with God and he replenishes us, there's this really nice, um, <laughs> nice balance to that where we're being filled and we're being emptied for the right reasons, and we're being filled, and we're being emptied for the right reasons. But if we don't replenish ourselves, we're going to be running on empty, and that's never going to be good. I know I just kind of went on a little bit of a, um, you know, of a soapbox there, but you know how passionate I am about this, Alex. Um, you know, thinking about some of that, what what are some things that you would add? No, that was that was very good, and I was just reading the rest of sixty three when you were talking, and like the verse eight just really. Uh, I felt kind of attached to what you're saying there where David says to, to God, my soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. And see so the, the picture of that replenishing, like your, that sustenance, your sustained God maintains you. He upholds you. And so I'm thinking about that, that spiritual hunger. And when you see that Jed within the context of those wanting to lead the church, how do you see that playing out? So someone 
is thinking about leaving the church or struggling with it, how does spiritual hunger um, a cause of that or, or a factor within that? Well, and I know we'll unpack this in shows to come too, but usually what I hear is I hear the, the church doesn't have a program for me. It doesn't have a class for me. It doesn't have, you know, it's something for me. And what they're really saying within that is I need something. And I want to say, yes, you do. You need nourishment from God's word. You need to, like you just read in verse eight, you need for your soul to cling to God because there is nobody. And I repeat, there is nobody who loves you more than God. There is nobody who is more invested into you than God. There is nobody who desires the best for you more than God. And there is nobody who wants to use you to fulfill his purposes more than the one who created you. And so what you need is to spend time with God, to know him and to allow him to, to use you in those ways. Because even through the difficulty, and Alex, you and I have been through some stuff, and I know all of our listeners have been through some stuff, even in the difficulty, when we're being obedient to God, which is something you referenced earlier with the definition of righteousness. When we're being obedient, God uses that in a powerful way. And so in our lives, in a powerful and healthy way. So even though we're walking through it and it's difficult, when we come through it, we say, man, through that, I saw the faithfulness of God. Through that, I experienced the goodness of God in my life. And that's not, that's not easy. But when you hunger for God and you trust him then to walk you through it, we see the fruit of that on the other side. Um, and that's something that we want to continue to strive for because, again, the bride of Christ is totally worth pursuing. Amen. I have nothing to add. That was beautiful. Well, Alex, thanks, man. I, I love getting to do the show with you. And I really enjoy um, that, that the listeners have continued to share it. Alex and I are not advertising. We just love to be able to help in any way that we possibly can. And, and he's able to track the downloads. And each week we, we see that more and more people are listening and more and more of you listeners are sharing the podcast with some of those that you know and love. And we, we, what we want to say is thank you. From the depths of our hearts, we want to say thank you. If this show has helped you or you know somebody whom it would help, what we want to do is encourage you to share it with them and just let them know that um, you're, you're wanting to help in any way that you can and that you care about them, which is why you're sharing the episode. Amen. Yeah. Any other thoughts, Alex? No spiritual hunger. Um, only Christ can fill it. And we all know what it is when we start hungering for other things and only Jesus Christ, the, the King and the savior can fill it. Amen to that. Well, listeners until next time, God bless. God bless.